0: No purchase necessary, were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Celia Chronicles is a Bay A Chronicles production.
1: Hey everybody. Welcome back to Saria Chronicles. It's another week, Mina, in Serie and it's another big game. I feel like literally every weekend in Serie at the moment, there's like a standout headline game, and, and this weekend was no exception. I'm, gonna, I'm jumping right in this, this, this week, Mina, no chit-chat. Oh,
0: you're not even going to be like, how are you? You look beautiful. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're not doing it. We're not doing it, partly because we're on a slightly tighter time schedule than normal actually as well oh there was so much I wanted to share never mind yes oh, do do you do you have things you want to say do we think we need to talk about something before the football
0: no it was just, I was going to say that I saw my friends for the first time in like three months because obviously I'd been like pretty sick and stuff and my, my friend goes to me you're still as conceited as ever I was like Wow. I know. I was like, what? Because, you know, she was like, no, no, I don't care about where we go. It's not about the food. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's about the company because that's the saying,
1: right? And she was like, oh my God, you're still as Uh conceited as ever. And so I just wanted your opinion on that. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) But you were saying you meant her company, obviously, right? You meant it was her company that mattered, not your company.
0: Well, evidently not. Okay, again And I was not. like, oh my God, so you didn't miss me? She's like, no, I totally missed your
1: conceit. And I was like, okay.
0: But never mind. Um, we sh- this was just a way for me to get over this horrible match.
1: You're just proving the point, Mina, because I was like, I'm going to talk about football. And Mina's like, no, 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 talk about me. So actually, she was right. <laughs> well, Nikki, I-, I actually did just that. Oh, no. <laughs>
0: for pointing it
1: out <laughs> sorry Mina <laughs> but I'm really had a nice weekend and so your friend um I did nothing exciting this weekend because I'm just any moment where there's not people working in my house I'm I'm relishing but also hating because everything is oh it's horrible everywhere horrible. it's such a mess yeah but well it was a way of entertaining
0: horrible. me yeah because of the Milan match you know because of the fact yeah. that like it's just it's so disappointing, this, this performance by Juventus. But yes, I think we should talk about maybe Milan.
1: Well, I think we should talk about something specific that everyone's already made at this point, but I feel, still think we need to say it, that Max Allegri said last month, which is, how would Milan or Inter cope without five starters? Well, well, we found out, didn't we? Um, M- Milan playing without Mike Maignan, without Calabria. Without Simon Kiar, of course, they also had Turn is out against Chelsea in midweek, but then he came back playing. Uh, without Salamakas, playing without Macias. plenty of players. Of course, no Ibrahimovic, long-term absentee. Plenty of players. I feel like I'm missing someone as well. Uh, to justify that that uh, line of of how would the team cope without five starters. And they cope with it better than you enders, didn't they, Mina?
0: Okay, I actually have to push back. I was gonna let you have this one, but I have to push back. <laughs> like, I, I have I, I can't I can't. I know that, that we have we have guys, we have to do a short podcast today, yeah. But I I have to push back on this because it's something that I've seen written everywhere, said everywhere, talked about everywhere. In my column this morning as well. Exactly, Nikki. And I knew, I knew you were going to come at me with this. Yeah. And by the way, I don't blame you. And he's right. And what it does suggest is purely is my favorite coach. I've loved this man for so long since Keva Verona. I have thought, wow, you know, I mean, it purely has been my guy. And I'm so glad after 17 attempts, you finally got the best out of Allegri and he deserves all the love in the world. Yeah. But this thing that everyone's jumping on. Yeah. It's basically not one match that you, you lose, you know, your players or two matches or it's, it's the fact from the beginning of the season, Allegri didn't have what are supposed to be your main players to develop a game plan that then if those players go missing, you can replace with with relative ease. And this is where I get to, for example, Juventus defeated Real Madrid in the Champions League with Sturaro in mid- midfield. You know, it wasn't the world's greatest midfield, but he was actually the best because they had already had a game pattern. So when you replace players, it was with a lot of ease. What Allegri hasn't had is main starters from the start, main players that are supposed to make the difference from the start. Di Maria, Chiesa, Pogba, there hasn't been a continuity of these stars, which is basically Milan starting without Tonali, without Leao, without Giroud for, I don't know, 12 weeks and then developing a game plan that then they could replace. It's not about having a game plan and then leave some players missing. That is what I think is his what he's trying to say that people are not understanding. It is trying to develop a game with Paredes being thrown in at the deep end and Kostas being thrown in at the deep end. And only Milik, with his experience and age, has been able to make a difference because of his experience and age. This is why we like older players. If you're Jose Mourinho and you're Allegri, it's much easier to deal with them, you know? But that is the only thing that I have to push back on because you can't develop a game plan when your team keeps changing every week because of injuries. And having said all of that, you've been great for the fast 20 minutes. Now you may continue.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. Don't do this to me, Mina. Don't do this to me, Mina. Do do not be Max Allegri saying, Oh, you know, I didn't think we gave up that many chances apart from the two goals and the two times. No, they no, hit the no. They, post. Were they were. It's rubbish. flipping John Cleese in Monty Python doing the what have the Romans ever done for us? Except for oh, except for the times they scored and the two times they hit the post and every other chance <laughs> they created. Dusan Vlaovic, who had zero shots in the entire game, but managed to assist a goal for Milan in the same match. Uh, I think there was a gap from the 20th minute um, between, all right, those 20 minutes, that the 20 minutes, Juventus were okay. Between the 20th minute and the 71st minute, Juventus didn't have a shot.
0: You're right. There is no justification for that. But I do think that there is something to be said about not having your players from the start as opposed to them missing halfway through, you know? That's the only thing that I will push back on. But the rest, you're absolutely right. Juventus deserve to be in this position. Allegri deserves to be criticised. And they have been largely the one of the worst teams to watch in Serie A, if not the actual worst, because I haven't, I even think Ramonese and Lecce have more of a game plan than he does. So absolutely no excuses for the 20 minutes. But I do want to push back on when people keep saying about this whole thing with, oh, yeah, players were missing. Well, you know, that's really great, you know, like at the end of the day. But when you haven't had them to even develop a game plan, and then, you do, then you don't even understand where you're going. So that's, that's what I wanted to push back on. But yes, I think Milan were outstanding. And I think that his decision to play what was a Christmas tree formation by, by putting in Povega in the middle was a masterstroke.
1: I do think, um, I, I don't know if I think Milan were amazing. I, I, I do think her, what was exciting about Milan was what you just sort of hinted at, which is, they changed formation because actually every single game so far this season it had been the four, two, three, one. And really through like most of of the last two seasons, it's basically been the four, two, three, one. And I was doing um the Stan Sports coverage of of Milan's game against Chelsea midweek when they got, you know, they got well beaten. It wasn't a close game really in terms of how it played out. Um, again, perhaps besides from twenty minutes at the start when Milan were quite good. But but one of the things that I was talking about was Look, yes, the injuries were, were were an issue for Milan. I think, in particular, Teo Hernandez really more than any of them, which is why this team was was a lot better against Juventus. As soon as he goes back in, it just leaves Leao a bit less isolated on that left hand side. But um, I I did say then, like one of the things that perhaps Pioli is going to have to show, like he's shown he can do a lot right, he's won the league, is that he can be flexible, is that he can be versatile. Look at some of the the best managers that they've been in, in my lifetime, But someone like Sir Alex Ferguson, he took a while to work out Europe. He couldn't win in Europe, even when he was dominating for a long time in the Premier League. And that is because you have to have more nuance. You can't just come with plan A. You've got to come with plans B and C and D. And I I, w- I really appreciated from Pioli in this game that he did come with a plan B. That He said, okay, we can't just stick with what we're doing. And I think I've got something that's going to work against against this Juventus set up. And, and it did. Um, by, by contrast yeah, you know, we probably shouldn't always just talk about Allegri, but it's just low block, low block, low block. It's never any variety. It's oh, let's play with two flat banks of four and, and not have anything more creative than that. And maybe someone further up the pitch will do something clever. And, and sure, when Di Maria is there, sometimes he does do something clever. Or sure, when you're playing Bologna, Milik has a great game and it's it's enough. But there has to be more variety than this. There just has to be from a team that's aspiring to be a contender. And, and I don't understand why there's, why there's not.
0: With regards to Pioli, I do think that he's very flexible. Actually, that's one of the qualities I think is so nice about him is that we saw, for example, how he used Kessier as a tech artista. We've, used, we've seen how he's alternated his complementary squad to beat the likes of you know Spalletti and and. In Zagi,
1: He rotates players for sure. for sure. Yeah,
0: and I do think that he looks for ways to sort of study the opponent and figure out how he can overcome them. And I think he did a really good job in the sense that he knew that Juve were going to do the low block and counter, right? Because they just don't have any other weapons in this arsenal. And it's just that the way that he managed to just say, right, you two will concentrate on the attack. You two will concentrate on stopping the counter attack, you know? And then you, everyone had like a specific job that worked for the team. And that's what I think was so, it was the details within this match that made it so good. And I I think that purely studies those details, but simplifies them. You know, Whereas players, sorry, coaches like, for example, I keep going back to this, but Arteta are very detail-orientated. So it takes about three four years before you can, I feel, produce a really beautiful team because it's a lot to absorb. Whereas Pioli has a lot to absorb, but it's done in such a simplified manner that it works so well in improving his players. But where I think the problem lies with their performances in Serie A, as opposed to the ones in the Champions League, is that... If he tries to change things, I think it takes away something from their ability to perform so outstandingly in Serie A. And I think right now what he wants to do is consolidate this mentality that they do have, sort of focus a little bit more on domestic wins before building a machine that can then be flexible enough to take on European champions. Um, I do see where you're coming from, you know, like as in what I love so much about Inzaghi and we'll get to that this week is that he did strip it down to the fundamentals, but I do think his team are further along in, I guess, evolution of the team, whereas this is still a young squad. So I don't know how flexible. I, I just think that the way they play is all about intensity and winning the jewels. And I don't think you can play like that every three days. I, I just think it's impossible unless you have like um, the dearly departed Ventrone and Pintus and like a thousand of the world's greatest fitness coaches working on you. You just can't. Right. Which is why Antonio Conte doesn't do well in Champions League. So he has to figure out where he wants to put his priority right now. And it's about your mentality with kids. So I don't think he has enough experience to have that flexibility of changing, which is why I think he settles more on, let's just try to overwhelm and we'll probably be tired and we'll probably won't manage it, but focus on Serie And that's where I'm going to do all my my testing. I, I feel like that's the way that he's going right now.
1: I want to single out some players from this game because we've talked about managers a bit, but I, I do think um, in a season when he hasn't been at the levels that he was last season, I, I really sort of feel like it's, when you're someone who covers a league, like we do, Mina, for for an audience in a different country, I feel like you sort of spent like a year trying to like say to um you know, whenever you're, well, just to give an honest reflection, but every time I've been asked about Fikai Tomori in the last year, I've been like, look, this guy's doing really well. I think he deserves his chance with England. I'm surprised Southgate isn't giving him more of a look. And then he has a bad game against Chelsea and, and everyone's going, oh, he was never that good. You guys will have rate him. And I'm like, well, you didn't ask me in the last few weeks. He's been disappointing all season. I think he really hasn't had many good games for Milan at all. So something's changed for him this season. I was, I was talking about that with someone just the other day.
0: Yeah, I heard you. <laughs> I heard that show. But why Why do you think that he did well on this occasion?
1: It's. It's. I do think some of it is just confidence. And I do think that part of it is changing cast around him, right? Like last season, we gave him a lot of pri- praise, I think deserved for Guy Disappeared, who was supposed to be a steady influence with him. And then Kalulu came in, who had been a fullback up to that point, plays alongside him. And, and Tamari was really sort of the senior partner and handled it really well. But this season, he hasn't, Dealt as well, and perhaps that isn't helped by the constant changes around you, right? The fullbacks haven't been there. There's been no collaborate, there's been no Hernandez for a lot of the, the games and
0: become a member at patreon.com forward slash Seti Our Chronicles for regular bonus episodes and content.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty.